Alright, yo, what up? This is Cat Six Cheesemas, Gabe Electronica. Buckets in the building, what's up? Uh, usually we be at the bowling alley, but we're doing something a little special today, so we at the Street Kings office. Uh, we want to introduce our, our very special guest, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Kid. Ill Kid. <laughs> what's going on, yo? How y'all doing? What's going on, man? If you could just give us a little intro, a little bio about yourself, you know. Little something, something. A little sign, you know, just to get the morning started. All right, no problem. Um, well, as you already know, I'm an old ass, you know, dinosaur. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've been, in, I've been in the game. I started in 1980 as a walker, and I, I, I stumbled across the messenger game because I was stealing in a store in Midtown. I was oh, playing shit. hooky and shit, you know what I'm saying? And I, I was like on Madison Avenue somewhere I don't remember where, but I was on Madison and I was trying to rack, you know what I'm saying? So I got caught and the dude was trying to hand me up in the store and you know, we, we, we got into a tussle so I had to I had to really bounce out the store. So I'm jetting through Midtown, running, running, running. So I get to like 51st Street. I remember this, clear as day vividly. 1980, I was like maybe 16, 16 years old, something like that. So, um. I ran into an alley, it's between Rockefeller Center, 75, it's between 75 Rock and Fifth Avenue, it was a little alleyway, and I ran it through there and shit, right? So I'm like, trying to hide, I'm sweating. I had a long, I had a long leather jacket with a goose down on top, <laughs> so I was hot. Oh yeah. Yeah, B, yo, 1980, was, I was, was the young. It was cold outside. Or you it, was, it was it was kind of brisk and shit. That was you know? just a disguise. It was, it, was bri- it was brisk. So I see these dudes coming out of this little doorway in the back of the alley, right? And I go over there all nosy and shit to peek, and I saw this old man with glasses with like mad packages on his desk, and he looks at me. He goes, "What do you want? You looking for work?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and he was like, "All right." What's your name? I was like, Fernando Rivera. He was like, all right, look, take these jobs. He gave me four packages, four envelopes. He said, go deliver these and then just come right back. I didn't know my ass from my elbow at the time. So I didn't know what separates the East from the West. Never did messenger work. I was 16 years old. And um, I saw two bikers come in and they put envelopes in their bags and I was like oh, okay whatever this is you know I don't know <laughs> and the, the problem was it took me like six hours to deliver four envelopes <laughs> that were close by <laughs> I couldn't find the addresses man I kept getting lost and lost but you know I stuck it out I did it and I came back and Frank chewed my ass out <laughs> don't you ever take fucking forever doing these jobs you cursing me out crazy and I was like Yo, you gonna fire me? He was like, no, have your ass here tomorrow at 11 o'clock. <laughs> so, so I started playing hooky, and I started to notice that you could come in anytime you want, and the way they paid you was by, they gave you a check. You, you, they didn't want no information at all. Oh, that's None. crazy. Off so the I, was, I was underage, illegal, Playing hooky, I'm a truant, right? Yo. And at the same time, I was still stealing. Every time I had a chance. Every t- so when he wasn't working, when he was on break, yeah, you. Yeah, I was still stealing, right? So, yo, exactly. You know, we, we you know, we was it, we we had it in like that. So, the Twenty Third Street and Sixth Avenue, there was a big where the Best Buy is at mm-hmm. on Twenty Sixth. That building on the corner was an empty lot. It was like a, a parking lot. So all the way in the back right hand corner. Right on the south, on the southeast corner of that parking lot was a trailer. That was the main office of this company. <laughs> a trailer, trailer, a small little trailer. That's where you picked up your check. That's crazy. Dead ass. It was crazy. Yeah. And every time you walked in there, it stunk like ass. <laughs> but they had more work. They had envelopes galore. The, the messenger game was popping crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then you would see the bikers rolling through the parking lot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Going there, dropping their bike, and then picking up envelopes and breaking out. And I was like, oh, shit, this shit is crazy. So one of the bikers one day said, yo, you need to get on a bike. 
All right, make a long story short. <laughs> I was a bad truant. I get locked up. I go in and out of Rikers Island doing like 30 days here, 30 days there. Sure. Eventually, my, my charges all piled up, and I wound up, you know, getting a longer stint. So I got I, I went in in 82, and um, yeah, I got trapped off in that life. You know what I'm sure, saying? Yeah. In and out, and then... Um, so so anyway, let's, let's uh, fast forward to 1992. I came home in January of... 1992, and I was on a work release program, so they said you need to get a job, obtain, maintain employment. So when I get the job, right, this is, most inmates, when they get released, right, they go get some twat. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't want to be in jail no more. So I went, I went downtown. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna get and a I job. Was like, I was looking for that 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 alleyway. Oh, <laughs> that shit was closed. <laughs> yeah, that shit was closed. I was like, oh man, fuck, not I, a, So I'm starting to look for the dudes that that are riding. You looking around, yeah, boxing. yeah, hell yeah. Some of them are giving me addresses. I can't find it. Shit. Eventually, I wind up in this place called Safe Delivery Systems. Right, uh, <laughs> and it was bootleg too. It was like this. It was like you know some. In the corner, gangster, dirty, you know. Anyway, and, and you know, they didn't even have computers in the, in the back then. You know, they had floaters. It was called floaters. And there were tickets. Dispatchers were stressed out. <laughs> Everybody was like, you know, like crackheads and, you know, alcoholics. And I, I noticed over the last 25 years, man, that, you know, this industry only attracts ex-convicts and people coming out of rehabilitation. Because like a stepping stone, it's a quick job you can get. Just jump on real quick, get yeah. a little quick money, easy, you know, it's easy, it's not like you gotta yeah, just, do just, too much crazy. Yeah, just to tell somebody, yeah, I got a job. You know what I mean? Yep. And so um, I worked at Safe Delivery, I didn't like their style. Then I found Early Bird, and I started rocking with Early Bird, 65 West 36th Street, and I had to, when you go to a new messenger company, you always start at the bottom. They don't care how good you look or whatever. Mind you, mind you, I lied. I <laughs> lied when I got my first job in 1992. Yeah. The guy said, you got a bike bag and a lock? I was like, yeah. I ain't had that shit. I'm, I'm in jail. He said, yeah. So, yeah, so got all that. I was like, yeah, I got a bike and a bag and all that. So, so you want to really laugh? All right. Um... I got a big duffel bag that was almost like four feet Like a long. gym bag? Like a gym bag? Like, yeah. like, like a regular gym bag? Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a, you know, like a duffel, duffel bag. bag. Yeah, yeah. With a long strap. It used to rub on the back wheel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's funny, but yo, I That's did what crazy. I had to do. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, you so made the it thing happen. was, I, I didn't have a bike, so I called my mom, and my mom was like, I think Miriam has one, my sister. So she said, yeah, I got a bike, and it was a, don't laugh, bro. No, 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 no. I know. I'm just waiting on it. Yo, it was a, a 27 inch. All right? My yeah. knees were just barely missing the handlebars. All right? Yeah, yeah. My back was killing me. Do you hear me? The brakes was those brakes that you had to squeeze. Oh, my God. Yo, I learned the hard way. I thought that her brakes were good. And on my first rain day, I'm flying. Cause I'm, you know, I'm getting this. Now you starting like, to get I know, it, yeah. I, I know I need to make more money, so I, the more, the faster I can go, the more money I can get, whatever. Uh, so the more efficient, anyway. Now I'm going down Fifth Avenue, <laughs> flying B. I think I hit like <laughs> six cars, <laughs> trying to stop. <laughs> boom, 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 I'm bouncing over like a pinball. Oh, you know shit. what I mean? Yeah. I'm hitting all them <laughs> shit. My, 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 um, what do you call it? My, my, um, my forms was hitting the mirrors crazy. But yo, I kept going. I kept going. I kept going. And yo, this African kid one day was like, "Yo, listen, B, I got this bike for sale. If you want to buy, it was it was a new Trek, but it was old. In other words, it was used. It was all scraped up, but you can see and tell that it was efficient. Yeah, that was a good bike. Yeah. It was gonna work. Yeah, it was efficient. So <laughs> my first pay, I gave him a down payment, and he let me rock. And that was the first bike. Yo, B, I never looked back. I never been to jail since. This messenger game kept me out of jail. You know what I mean? Dope. Because you know, I stopped getting I stopped using drugs completely while I was incarcerated. So 
I got 27 years clean right now. January 3rd, 1990, I stopped. And I, I just di I decided not to look back. I just wanted to move forward and get myself together. You know, I had young little girls at that time. Yeah. And my daughters are all grown now. But um, I was destined to stay out. You know what I mean? Destined. Yeah, yeah. And, yo, all those winters, it, 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 it kicked my ass, man. And I don't recommend this. I don't recommend this kind of job to anybody. If you can find something else to do, do it. Wow. Yeah. So, um, I started to learn different things as I was working. I was looking at the, the messenger game, and I started to notice how they were exploiting the couriers. You know what I'm saying? And I wanted to make a change, man. I really, really did. I want, uh, and I still do. Like, I still want to make a change and be positive and, and bring positivity to the community. Because, you know, I made a mistake. I was riding fixed gear after a while. I rode fixed gear for 13 years. And I started to notice that, damn, I'm tired. You know? Yeah. My, knee, my knees were taking a little. <coughs> taking a beating, right? And then carrying things all day. Exactly. You know, and then fixed in the city, I could imagine stopping and going, stopping and going. Stop, that shit ain't good for your knees. Nah, you know what I mean? Like, not at, the, at all. At the pace that he's going, too, he's trying to be efficient enough, going fast Ex everywhere, not stopping. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So The purpose of the fixed gear back in those days was simple. It was for low maintenance. So you didn't rock a serious ratio. You know what I'm saying? You rock like a like a, like a, a 45, uh, uh, 16, you know what I'm something saying? Something nice, something smooth. Yeah, nothing crazy, just to get yeah. from point A to point B. But, you know, when, when you do 35, 40 miles every single day, every single day, every mm -hmm, single day, every mm -hmm. single day, every single day, you don't even want to look at your bike in the weekend. <laughs> you do, you're right. You don't, you really don't. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but you had to maintain it. So you had to keep your chain ring right. Yeah. You know, you learn, you learn the things that you don't want to spend on your bike because... By doing maintenance on it beforehand, yeah, but you also before it gets want worse. a really good bike. Yeah. And the best kind of bike, the best kind of bike to have is a steel frame. Because it flexes, right? Is that it? Well, it, it absorbs it the absorbs. punishment. It absorbs, got it, yeah. And no, let me tell you something, man. New York City was bad with the potholes back in the day. Sixth <laughs> Avenue was the worst. <laughs> I heard, I heard yeah, about Sixth Avenue. Yeah. really bad. They're yeah. doing a better job today. And, um, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, obstacles today. A lot more, a lot more pedestrian. The streets are tighter. It's more dangerous. So I recommend, you know, a, a single speed with brakes, front and back. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you want to stop. Yeah. And you're not stopping on the fixed gear. Nah, not Especially if you're yeah. mashing, you know, you got this direct rush, your dispatch is pushing you, you're trying to make the time. And then that's when shit happens, B. And the messenger companies, man, they don't give a fuck about the messenger. Nah, they don't. And and that you see, uh, when did you think that that started happening where the companies started thinking like, oh, you know what, we could get all this fucking cheap labor you know, for, for bike messengers and like just make all the money. Like basically, like like what Uber does to the cabs, I feel like, do you feel like that's what the, and I'm not talking about Uber as like a messenger company, but I'm just saying, I'm just using an example as what Uber does to cabs is that like they, to their cab drivers is like they take all this money, you know, they charge all these fares and then the cab drivers don't really get, it's the company that makes the, the, the majority of it. Exactly, and the, the messenger <laughs> game has been the same ever, yeah. way back in the 80s. It's all okay. about getting as much they can off your back. Off your You're back. You're like a fucking mule. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's it. So the more you can do, the more the more money they're gonna get because they'll lie to you. It's always been like that. Yeah. They'll tell you, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give you forty five percent, but if you look at your year to date percentage rate, your shit is gonna be like thirty two percent. Yeah. Maybe thirty. That shit never reaches forty five. That's crazy. Some companies used to say, yo, if in this week, if you rock and you do 100 jobs, right? Check it out. They'll say, I'll give you a bonus. That bonus is your fucking money at the end of the year. You're <laughs> <laughs> supposed to get that anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's just shit regardless. It's just, it's just, just, it's just nickels and dimes yeah. that they done pocketed. They withdraw. And then yeah, they yeah. just slide your little, yeah. you know what I'm saying, little rain bonus, $25 or, like, oh, or whatever. Oh, it's a bonus. Yeah. yeah, that's bullshit, B. That's you know, today's market, this market right now, man, it's, it's, it needs a leader. It needs a real serious leader, and it needs, it needs a real serious company 
that that'll do things for a cause and not be cause. Absolutely. Uh, when you started Street Kings, was that your like was that your mentality? Like, was you like, yo, I'm tired of these fucking messenger companies taking advantage. Let me make my own company. Yeah, I want. Like, I know I wanted, how to. You know, I know how to treat these people because I do this too, and I've right. done this. So it's like. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what clients want, and I know. I know exactly what messengers want. But then you you stuck between a rock and a hard place. You know what I'm saying? Because check it out, the clients want on-demand service for a cheap ass rate. Then you got all these startup companies. This is where this is where everything messes up because you got all these little startup companies that think they're gonna make this money, so they have capital, and they'll lie to you like Uber did to the messengers, right? They give yeah, them twenty five dollars yeah. an hour in the beginning and all that, but the messengers actually messed it up themselves. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The messengers messed it up. They weren't accepting jobs. They were hanging out drinking. Their devices were on, and. Of course, it's gonna decline. Stand by square. Yeah. All right. So, um, the thing <laughs> is, the thing is, traditional messenger service is not gonna die out. It's it's actually on the rise again. It's just that it's too many companies lowballing each other, and how the fuck are you gonna make money? When all right, if you're even a good messenger company, right? And you tell your client, yo, my jobs are $12 a delivery, and you're giving your guys, let's just say you're giving them 50% on the real. Like you're keeping it 100, and you give them 50%. So they're getting $6, $6 a package, a job, which yeah. is not bad. Yeah, yeah. Because if you, do the, if you do the math at the end of the week, you know, that's pretty good. Yeah. You're not killing yourself. You're not yeah. doing 35, 40 jobs. Yeah, you can do like 20, and yeah. you'll be all right, 20, you know. Exactly. Like and, um. It's gonna hurt you because now the state insurance fund is gonna get involved because your liability goes higher. So the higher you get, more the, the more bikers you get, the percentage rate goes up. And each, I think right now, the percentage rate for one messenger is like 2.5%. So for every one, you gotta add that 2.5 and then. Exactly. Whoo. And then when you get your audit, it's like <clears throat> 55, $65,000 of your company's profit. So what do they do? Uh, they lower your commission rate. Everything is lowered. Everything is lowered. But your customer plays the game too. Because now they're like, hi, how you doing? Um, <laughs> listen, so I got this company <laughs> trying to, you know, get me and, you know, we like you guys, but, you know, your rate of $9.36. That's not no money for a messenger. Yeah, right? yeah. That's not no money. That's nothing, yeah. Because your commission rate, or for nine dollars and thirty six cents, it's not gonna be six dollars now. It's less than four. It's less than four. Oh yeah, it's gonna be like three. Right. Two so something. now you're forced to work faster and harder, which the liability goes up. <sighs> that shit is getting. Yeah, I can see how this is getting. Now it puts a lot of pressure up. on the company. You see what I'm saying? It puts pressure on the company, and now you don't want to lose this client because you're losing revenue. So now you're forced to lower your rate to keep the client. Or you could send them on their way, but now you're going to lose three or four employees. Oh, shit. Damn. You feel yep. what I'm saying? That's why I say you're going to be stuck between a rock and a hard place. And that's what sucks about this industry, that everybody's lowballing each other. Instead of all the companies just taking a stand and saying, you know what, man, it's 2017. Fuck that. Yeah. The rates is twelve. A, a regular bicycle delivery should be twelve dollars. That way, they can meet their overhead and the messenger. And pay, yeah, yeah, exactly. Look out for the little dudes. He's the one that's. If it they wasn't for there. him, yeah, they out there. There's guys that come out rain, sleet, heat, yep. snow. You know, I've seen buckets out there. Yeah, absolutely. And remember, remember that one winter in the snow. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Yeah, hell we yeah. was out there in the snow, kid. We was doing it, and you know, it's all about getting it. So. It's a really difficult job, and I don't recommend it to nobody, man. I think that it's a good job to get your feet wet. So you come out of rehab, you want to get started, yeah, you can start as a walker, you know, boom, 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 for like six months, whatever, and then you find an indoor job somewhere. Because the revolving door policy that's going on right now is ridiculous, B. You know, messengers don't get no benefits. This is not a career job. Yeah. You know, I'm not proud of doing this shit for 25 years. I'm not, bro. I had to do it to stay alive, mm -hmm. to stay out of jail. That's why I did it. You know what I mean? As as dangerous as this uh, profession is, uh, 
how come you think we haven't seen a messenger union or like something some type of benefit for the messengers because it's not that kind of industry man these guys got it all twisted bro it's a revolving door people come and go that all that costs money it, you know money got to come from somewhere you know what i'm saying like you the only way the only way honestly man that a a company can change the game if they have aside a hundred million dollars just for insurance purposes like the state insurance fund but they have their own insurance so the, this company would would need a hundred million dollars on the side and pay their own insurance to the couriers just cover that and then they could now you can become an employee got it instead of working on commission instead of working independent too right exactly yeah because that's another thing i noticed that a lot of these companies they want you to work for them but at the end of the day you do not work you're just working like that's the platform you're picking up jobs but you're really working independent so when you do taxes and all that shit, you fucked if you don't do them right you fucked. Right. it's like you fucked on everything you don't got health insurance you don't have benefits exactly. it's like you were saying yeah it's just like right so if a, if a, if a, <sighs> if a company was to take over the messenger industry and they had a hundred million dollars aside from their capital from their payroll and all that they got this hundred million dollars sitting there just in case you really do get hurt they're responsible they take care of it they don't have to go through the new york state insurance fund because they got it covered you understand what i'm saying so but who's gonna do that ain't nobody gonna do that no, you're right. nobody's gonna do that because they know you run a traditional messenger service. How come you haven't switched over to an app-based or like opened up to like food delivery and stuff? Um, we we uh, we try to stay away from food because people are real picky about their food. Not everybody knows how to deliver food. That's one. Two, people are cheap. They don't want to tip, right? And messen you know, uh, people that deliver food expect to tip. They riding in the rain, b. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. And they bring Sleep. you food nice and hot and mm -hmm. all that. And then next thing you know, you got like, you know, 98 cent tip. That's discouraging. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It, it is. It's <laughs> discouraging, bro. You uh, you, you want to just get on the train and go home. Yeah. And the traditional messenger, the reason I don't have an app for that yet, if anything, is because a lot of clients, they hate emailing back and forth. They want on-demand service. So, yes, we have online order entry and tracking. They might put in a job online. We dispatch it, but they could change their mind or reroute the job and just call us. Instead of emailing, waiting for a response, mm -hmm. uh, before you know it, the messenger done delivered the package to the place you wanted it initially yeah, yeah. going to, and now they want it back, and now you want to charge them again, and, but you're going back and forth now. Over here, you talk to a human being, yeah. you know, and we dispatch. We look at the jobs. We we route guys. We tell them which way to go, what to stay away from. Um, we can send messages to the guys. Yo, the cops is on 36th Street. You know what I mean? Well, and we can send the whole fleet the same text message. Y'all can send me messages too about cops and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing, man. You know, like a lot of these guys don't understand that uh, today, honestly, if you're a commercial uh you know, employee, you need to have a helmet, a bell, yeah. brakes, because, and reflective gear, because they find out, man, they'll ticket you for all that. And that's like, mm -hmm. yo, bro, right. $65 yeah. here. Before you know it, you got a whole paycheck going to the state. Yeah, the city, basically. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's all about generating money off our backs. Damn, for real. I really appreciate the lesson in the mess game, man. And as a messenger first, uh, how was the race scene back in the day, back in like uh, late 80s, early 90s? Yeah, well. They um, used to go hand in hand, right? Yeah, because the messengers used to blow steam. You know, we, we'd be angry at the end of the day. And it's crazy <laughs> because you, you just roll like... Um, 500 something miles for the week <laughs> and now here's friday evening and you're about to do a race <laughs> you know and you got oh, this energy shit. like you got this this thing boiling up in you because 
because of what you go through during the week. And then you got your check and your check don't look right. And, and you want to win first prize, you know, to get that little bit of money or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, it was about blowing steam, man. You know, it was like, all right, everybody, of course, will hang out. Some people would drink and, they, you know, they would smoke, whatever. You know, just just a, just a good hangout, whatever. But when it was race time, B, everybody was focused. And, you know, there's no rules in Alley Cats. So first man, first, you know, the first guy to come in it gets the whole prize. Yeah. That's how it was. And traditionally, you're supposed to do an alley cat with your messenger bag and your chain. You're supposed to have lock and bag. Usually. That's right. Yeah. And clipboard. And, you know, your, your manifest and all that. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's changed over the years a lot. You know what I mean? But technically, that's how, that's how messengers used to blow steam, man. They used to just, you know, let loose. And that's how they wind it down. It's crazy. Yeah. But that's how they wind it down. And then they chilled for the weekend. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I feel like I feel like they wind it down because it's like, uh, you know, even though you're riding, like you said, you ride like 500 miles a week. It's like, yo, you, they, they junk miles, you know, as they call them. Or like, they work miles, you know what I mean? So it's like you're working, you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. you're riding, but you're working. It's like, yo, I got to get over here, I got to get over there. So on that Friday when you're racing, it's like, ah, at least I'm not working. Like, it's like... We just riding through the fucking city. We could actually enjoy this shit now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of like, you know, I gotta be watching out for cars and cat. I mean, you still doing that, but you know, I don't got a bag on my back. That's wild. But yeah, that sounds that's it's, dope. it's funny, but you know, like today, I don't recommend people to ride fixed gear to do messenger work. It really is dangerous. You know, the the track bike man is made for the track. That's that's honestly the bottom line. Um, if you want to do messenger work, man, you want to do it on a single speed or, or, or s any bike that has gears, you know what I'm saying? And here's one lesson that everybody needs to know if you're riding a road bike doing messenger work. Do not change your gears in snow. Ever. <laughs> ever, ever, ever change your gears in snow. Butterfly move, huh? Oh, yeah, you're going to destroy your whole... Everything. Derella, all that. So, talking, talking about bikes, uh, I see you gave us a story of how you started on one of your first bikes. What were some of the prize I forgot bikes? to tell you what color it was. Yeah, yeah, you didn't tell yeah. us the color. It was, it was hot pink, B. Oh. I was on a hot pink 27-inch 10-speed. <laughs> Yo, kid was Cam before Cam was yeah. Cam. Right? Kid was right. out here on hot pink and killing the game from up. And I wasn't embarrassed, man. Nah, I wasn't what? embarrassed. I was putting it in. B. You out there getting your money, man. Right. You got. They laugh that. about it now, but yeah, it was it's a true story. Kid. And it, it's funny because we're sitting right next to a Conago yeah, that is in a museum, and oh, yeah. Yeah. like, tell way. us tell us some of your favorite bikes as you've grown. Um, actually, I had a 2004 Bianchi, uh, Super Pista Pista concept. concept. Yeah. I've seen that one. Dura aged out. And that was like one of my favorites. But, um, I was handed a, a Gardein one time, you know, and, um, it had a Conago fork on it. And that was my fixed gear. That bike, it was steel. It was dope as hell. I was the only one in New York City with that. What color was that one? It was black. <laughs> it was black, but the fork was like a, I forgot the color on on that. It was a it was a Conago fork, on a on a Gardein, and man, I love that bike. It had it had a I still got the bars. Yeah. They are original Mavic bullhorns. I still got those bars. They in my house. So if you know somebody that want to buy, let me know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anybody listening, come yeah. holla at kid. So, you know, yeah. yeah. Word. So so. You know, right now I got a I got a Chanelli Super Corsa Pista steel frame with some um, you know Philwood hubs. I got a Paul crank on it. That's that's the green one with the like chrome dropouts, right? Negative. The, no? <laughs> Negative. That's my that's white pearl. Oh. You know, I, call it, I, I call him the 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 white shadow. <laughs> white shadow. Gotcha. Right. It's pearl white. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned Chanelli. I know you. Uh, how how did you get to meet Mr. Colombo and your relationship start with him? I think it was through social media. They they started to notice, like you know, wow, you know this dude in New York, whatever, and they actually came here to me. 
Really? Yeah, they were right there where you sitting right now. <laughs> oh, shit. They were standing right there. And one day he looked at my logo, and he looked at me, and he goes, I see that all over the world. He wow. pointed right to it. And then he gave me a Chanelli ring. I got a Chanelli ring from Antonio Colombo. That's fucking dope. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking dope. <laughs> this is all after 2012, right? When you started yeah. Street Kings? Yeah, yeah. And then did just... Well, I mean, honestly, in the 90s, I did a couple of documentaries. There was one that we can't find. It's actually, I think, the first... Well, no, no, my man Yak. My man Yak had the first documentary, I believe. And... um. Yeah, I, I love that kid Yak, man. He was he he was a savage on the street too. Is that the pedal doc? He wasn't on there, nah. He okay. had his own documentary. Okay. Yak. And um it was after him. I did a I did a it, I don't know if you remember Metro Guide. It was a channel. T V channel. Nah. Like on like it was like a uh, it was called Access T V, like on like one yeah. of those like bullshit channels, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah so yeah. they they Public did a, access. they did a documentary on three occupations in New York City the tow the t the tugboat the garbage truck and the messenger wow. so my piece on the on that documentary it was called nerve right and that little piece that they got a big response they got an audience response right so then the producers and the people from Metro guide told the the producer who did the video to go back and do another half an hour. That's when I did get the message. But I already did, I already had was involved in pedal, so I was doing like both at the same time, like ninety eight, ninety nine. Get the message is the one where you like police don't like us, uh, pedestrians don't like us. Exactly. Yeah, and then you sh uh, you had like a little sixteen. You had a hot freestyle in that oh, one. Word? Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah, know yeah, about yeah. that. Hey, <laughs> you got bars? <laughs> yeah, I had a little something there. That was funny. But um but um they won an Emmy for Get the Message. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. They won an Emmy and shit. And um all we got was fifty tapes. <laughs> <laughs> fifty VHS tapes. That's all we got. These tapes are quick. <laughs> Not even like a commemorative plaque and nah, yeah, like, hey, you were the one in it. Like you were the one that made you know. You know I didn't get nothing. It's I, just stories that made yeah, it. I wasn't even presenting no I wasn't even invited to the <laughs> shit. I was like, damn. <laughs> nah, that's fucked up. But you know, it, it yeah, is what it is. Yo, yeah, messengers yeah. are the most degraded people in, in Manhattan, but yeah. the most on demand people that's needed. Yeah, I can't yeah, so true. And it's funny because when you think messenger, you think grime, you think scum, you think just dirty. But I know you to be one of the freshest messengers out. You're always color coordinated. You're always matching. Matching right now. Yeah, yeah matching right now. Yeah, matching his hat right now. Yeah, tell <laughs> me tell me why is it important for you to be fresh and to look presentable as a messenger and as a company owner now? Um, I always had this thing about image. And I believe that the way you present yourself in corporate America, because actually messengers got their foot in corporate America. Yeah. We walking into some really high profile law firms and businesses, Fortune 500 companies. Mm -hmm. So I've always felt like, yo, if you look the part of a pro, you'll always be remembered. And when they see you walk in, right? They go, now that's, a messenger <laughs> right there. And when they see you all the time, eventually they're going to respond. You know, they're going to be like, hey, listen, what messenger company? And then you pull out a messenger car, like, yo, he, you want professional service? Yeah. And this is my slogan. This has always been my slogan. A professional messenger is not cheap. And a cheap career is no good. And I had that. I had that. And I tried. As you can see, like, some guys, they rock my gear, and it makes them feel different. They, you know, they feel, you know, important because when they make their presentation, people see it and they go, "Oh, we we know who they are," you know. And Street Kings actually is not a messenger company anymore because uh, we we had a falling out with a with a company that we merged with, so we just made it an apparel company. And um, the thing is that guys just. They got this feel, you know what I'm saying? So you, 
I'm trying to just make them feel different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we get, we get like, we get pushed aside easy. Meanwhile, the customer doesn't know what you just went through because your dispatcher burned the job and it's late and he wants you over there in five minutes and you coming from like, you know, 17th Street and Park South to, to 655 Madison on some hyper flight shit and you dodging and eating lights and you doing this, that, and the third. You get there and you you all amped up. Your blood is pumping and she goes, what took you so long? Yeah. And I've in your there. mind, you like, you don't even know what I just went through. <laughs> Do you know how many pedestrians I had to avoid? That How many cars, how many taxis, doors opening? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine how many I avoided in the last 25 years? <laughs> Dog, I can't even. Can't millions even. of obstacles. I've had over 300 spills in those 25 years, too. So my body took a beating, you know what I'm saying? But I kind of, I kind of did all right. Some people haven't, man. I, I, you know, I lost a lot of friends, man, in this game, you know. And like I said, yo, I would never recommend this job because you can lose your life in a split second. And I tell people, man, wear your helmet because you don't know how you're going to fall. And last year, September, I lost my sister. My sister fell in the shower and hit her head, and she never came out of her coma. You know what I mean? And, you know, I had another friend, Dave. You know Dave. Dave. Yeah, Dave. Dave, Dave, you know, took a little spill, hit his head, and he never came out the coma, man. And, you know, because of Dave, there's a lot of people today, man, because he, he, he was a donor. And his mom, you know, Nancy Millar, she's, she's a wonderful, beautiful woman. You know, a fireman got really, you know, burned up, and he got Dave's face. Yeah, somebody got that. his eyes, yeah. his heart, stuff like that, and you know it's, it's it's hard to to accept it, but at the same time it's like a joy because there's other people that benefited, but it could have been avoided too. And Absolutely, always wear your helmet. Absolutely. Um, I was gonna ask you uh, that the when you said earlier about the you were in a company with uh, when you were with Street Kings that you know now you're in a power company. Yeah. Uh, was that it was at the merge with uh with Dutch that I mean if you honestly want to know yeah man yeah yeah I mean if, if 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 you don't mind speaking about it I mean you know what I don't really like to dwell on the past cuz the past is the past it just wasn't a good look and you know like every other company they forget about the messenger mm-hmm. and they just move on to 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 other things and accept other companies that are doing higher volumes and just, just bringing, you know, the messages, bringing the mules. Yeah, I, I know we wanted to ask because we are also two products that came out of Dutch Express, yeah. and we were there after you had already left, and uh, yeah, we saw some of the fuckery going on, and we, uh, when we went through Dutch to get the Amazon contract, it was just. It was it was a debacle. It was like we were being uh, being sold to the highest bidder. It felt like you know what I mean because. Amazon wanted all these people, and you know, they were just picking up people off the street, and then next thing you know, that didn't work out because they were just picking up people. It was just, yeah, it was crazy. Honestly, man, these startup companies don't know a fucking thing, B. I'm going to tell you straight up. If if a big-ass company like Amazon or eBay, like when eBay came out, I believe they had like a $52 million budget. How, how do you go under in 18 months with a $52 eBay now. million dollar budget? <laughs> Obviously, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Nah. And, and, and what it is is that they don't do their homework. And I'm standing right here, right before you. I yeah. am the man that can change the industry. When I tell you this place needs a leader, that is me. And I know for a fact, man, that you know these people know me, and I'm the most feared messenger in New York City because they know that once I make an announcement, everybody's coming because I know what the messengers want. I know what the customers need. And, um, you know, if those big companies like Amazon, eBay, if they came to me first, they'll be, they'll be in the hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue. Messengers will be happy. Doors will be opening. Opportunities. People won't have to be in the streets three, four years. Everybody can elevate and move, and, and we can change the whole process 
and give back to the community. You understand? Yeah. But they're afraid because yeah. they're just looking at numbers. They're not looking at lives. To get on a lighter note, I, I just remember this. I was hanging out with Dominican Chris last night, and he asked me to tell you, to ask you about a refrigerator story. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I, carry, like? I carried a small refrigerator like that one right there. Yeah. You know, the little tiny ones? Yeah. From PC Riches on Irving Place and 14th Street. <laughs> the plug, yo. Shout out PC Riches. <laughs> on a fixed gear. Hmm. On a fixed gear. On my back, it was strapped, and um, I think it was before social media. So mm-hmm. yeah, that would have definitely been one for the books. Hell yeah, carry shit Olympics. And I sort of kind of <sighs> like, um, you know, I'm guilty about carrying some some serious heavy shit. You know what I mean? I mean, you look at my Instagram. There's a picture in there where I got, I got some shit. The, the What's pe- your Instagram? Uh, at Street Kings NYC. Check that out, dogs. So, you know, it's like, um, I'm not a fan of, of messengers carrying, you know, a truckload of shit. We're not trucks, man. You know, we just supposed to pick up parcel and maybe a couple of blueprints here and there, whatever, you know what I'm saying? A couple of shopping bags, yeah. But some of these fashion companies are ODing with the messengers. And the messengers are, are picking up, you know, like. Six Garmin bags, yeah, seven. You know, and they strapping it in and. Your life is at risk right there at the moment. Your your life is at risk. And you're putting your life at risk for pennies, and the company doesn't care because they're charging whatever they want to charge. And you're not seeing the money. I know in this game you've made enemies, you've made friends, and you've made brothers. Diablo. I've never made enemies. Okay. But I've, what, what, what happened was haters occurred. Alright, I like that. I like how you say that better. Okay, yeah. I ain't got no enemies, B. Okay, because everybody knows where I'm at. Yeah. So if if you was my enemy, Times Square, dog. Exactly. <laughs> Three hundred three West Forty Second Street. Yo, my knuckle game is for real. It always been. And you know, or if you need a job. That's right. <laughs> no doubt, bro. It's if for you real. want the problems, where you come get that work? Word, you yeah, you know. Either way. Bottom line is, yo, you know, we can get it in. You know, I know how to take an ass whooping, whatever. But <laughs> at the same time, if I kick your ass, I'll, I'll help you up and give you a job. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You know, it is what it you is. You got to respect that. Yeah, no doubt. But I keep it positive today. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I just try to stay away from, you know, the haters and the negativity and all that. I don't get involved with none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because there's, there's no life in that. There's no life. There's, no, there's, there's nothing to grow from. You know what I mean? You got to stay positive and just do positive things. What I was trying to go with that is uh, I was trying to get to the brothers part, and I know that Diablo is one of your brothers. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lou, uh, most people might not know Lou, but Lou's a dispatcher over here at uh, New York Minute. He uh, shares the company with you as well? Well, it's his company, yeah. It's his company, okay. Gotham City Kings. Who are some of your other brothers that you've made throughout your journey in this profession? Damn near all the old legends. Uh, squid. Yeah, Squid. Uh, Skeletor. Squid. Yeah, I know Skeletor for 25 years. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I know, um, you know, <laughs> there's, there's a Pistol, Pitola, the whole X-Men crew. Pistola. Shout out to the X-Men crew. That's you know what I mean? I'm, I'm basically looking at this museum here that you have because you have Monster Track posters. You have Alley Cat cards. It's amazing in here to see the history. I also see a hockey helmet that you have hanging up. Can you uh, explain? Yeah, I, w- I, was, I was privileged by the X-Men to rock because they didn't let anybody rock. But the only time I wore that, um, that helmet is when it was raining because I used to always take spills in the rain. Yeah. Oh, so you were like, yo, I need all the fucking protection I can get. Yeah, I, I needed something, man, <laughs> yeah. because, yo, I fell face. in Central Park one time in the rain by myself. And it hit my face on the ground and all that. Ooh. So after that, you know, um, I just got the helmet. And when they knew that it was me, they were like, all right, yeah, you can rock because you, you're official. You know, um, they used to call me Berserko and shit, you know, back in the days and shit. I was, I, was, I was a rider. I was a serious rider. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I dodged in and out of traffic. You know what I'm saying? So Pistol Pete, that's my, that's my brother, right? That's my little brother. So um, basically, yeah, man, um, I started wearing a lid again. And um, yeah, that's why it's there. It's retired, so I hang it up on the wall. 
Dope, dope. Uh, any any projects that you're gonna be involved in this year that I'm, you have coming up? Yeah, I'm getting involved in some nonprofit organizations right now. They're looking at me to to help them elevate their numbers, reaching out to young kids, uh, you know those those second those second chance kids, yeah. and show them a way of 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 making you know some ends, but not making this a career. Uh, showing them how to how to get involved in you know by training them how to be a courier. Because these platforms that these companies have, they don't know what they're doing. So we're going to professionally train them. And then when they graduate, they'll graduate professionally with a Street Kings bag, some gear, some T-shirts, and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So when they go to their company that they're going to work for, they got the look. And then we can also help them enroll into vocational school. So they'll be able to work. And then go straight to school, learn a trade, so they don't have to do messenger work for 25 years. And that, that's currently in the works? That's currently working right now. Um, we're, we're looking for some... some um, Backing? Yeah, some funding right now. And I think we, we just... We, we're about to land something heavy. And um, Fingers ho- crossed, man. Yeah, fingers crossed, man. Because, you know, it's time for a change. Like yeah. I told you before, I lead by example. So that's what I want to do. I want to just change the game and um, show people that, yo, we live to do this. But um, we want to be appreciated, too. Damn, kid. Mm. Sitting here talking to you, like, listening to the stories uh, has been a blessing. Uh, This is called Cat 6 Cheese Mess. Uh, Mm. Cat 6, you know what that is already. you have a cat sick story in one of your uh, <laughs> documentaries where you're flying up six against two cops with their pork chops and cookies falling <laughs> out their pocket. You had like white industry. Yeah, titanium bike, right? Yeah. She was 22 pounds, though. She, she was 20, tw- 21 pounds. 21 pounds? Uh, can yeah. you give us another uh, gem that you had? Maybe that was one of my favorite bikes. That was a light speed titanium. Yeah. That's how you sounded. That's, that's, that's how, how you sounded. sounded. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a light speed <laughs> titanium. That's, that that bike was ridiculous. I'm flowing. And I'm and flowing. the handlebars. I don't remember what kind of riser bars they were, but they were titanium. And then I had white industry hubs that were as big as uh, Chub hubs. Yeah. yeah. That they don't make no more, but they were white industry. And um, so I had these Avocet tires that they don't make no more. And it was a one and a half inch in the front, a three inch tire in the back, and um, hydraulic brakes. That bike was ridiculous. (laughs) I miss that bike, man. I really do. Do you remember dropping anybody else besides the cops on that bike? Um, Going down Fifth Avenue, I, I, I could drop anybody. <laughs> but you know, I, I, I was never the fastest guy. I never won an alley cat. You but, know what I mean? But it's not being the fastest, right? Now doing messenger work is yeah. all about being efficient. You don't have to be fast, man. I tell these guys every time. I'm like, listen, don't try to impress me. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to, don't try to, you know, be all fast because that's when you smack into a wall. Just go from point A to point B efficiently. That's it. Just focus on your job. Don't wave to nobody. <laughs> Somebody call you. Just keep it moving. Yeah. You're doing a job. Sure. Stick to your job. Focus on your job. Get get through the day as safe as possible. So that's why I tell everybody, you know what I'm saying? Ride safe and stay strong. Yeah, man. Uh, kid, I appreciate the time you're taking out. I know we got work and shit. You know, this is a regular day. Um, before we wrap up, uh, I just wanted to give like to shout you out for myself because I want to say thank you for giving me my first opportunity at a real messenger company and also a real opportunity when I did Red Hook you I raced for you guys and I didn't qualify that year but you know you guys you gave me the you know you gave me the opportunity and I just wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart I see you as a as a cornerstone in this industry profession whatever Whatever this community is, and I just want to say big ups, man. Thank you so much for helping not only me, but the many messengers out here. Uh, yeah, man. I just yeah, nah, yeah, I want to yeah, say the same. Um, I think the first time I seen you was my boy Chico put me on to that pedal documentary. And I was like, yo, who the fuck is this Spanish dude on the bike? 
Like talk about he dipping from cops on the fucking titanium. Like I was hype. I was like, yo, that shit is crazy. Yeah. And that was the first time I started riding fix. So yeah, man, I appreciate everything you've done for the community and the messenger community and everything that you're trying to do, especially for that that program you talking about. Hopefully, it works out and everything. I mean, yeah, man, you're a legend out here. Like yeah, you're a pioneer. The, that's my goal is just to inspire and 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 feed positivity to the younger generation because this industry belongs to you guys. And if I can set the standard for real and and actually get it going to the way it's supposed to be going, it's actually for you guys because you guys are to be the ones to take it over. You know what I'm saying? I'm a 52 years old and I'm on the way out. So, you know, I want to make sure that it's in good hands and everything like that. You know what I mean? And I, I want to give a shout out, man, to, to One-Legged Dexter. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> my boy right there. Uh, Pistol Pete, all the X-Men. I want to give a shout out to Alfred Bobe, my brother. Nice. Uh, you know, Diablo, definitely. That's my loyal brother to to the death right there. You know, I'll, I'll take a bus. I'll take a <laughs> hit from a bus to protect him, man. That's my that's shout my out to Diablo, right man. You know what I mean? And um, shout outs to, to, to all my fallen comrades, man. We miss y'all. You know what I'm saying? You always be in our hearts. I want to give a shout out to Squid, you know? And um, hey, man. The, the the game is gonna keep going. It's gonna keep going. You know what I'm saying? I, I wish everybody can get on a bike and and live life because when you're on a bike, man, it opens up your eyes, it opens up your heart, it opens up your mind, and that's what you need. You need you need tranquility. You know what I'm saying? Because it's stressful, man. This is a stressful job. Everybody thinks that you know. I call I call butterflies butterflies, but honestly, man, you know they they're gonna come out, bro. April comes around and they come out. And it's just a little bit more dangerous out there, you know? And so, you know, some guys get upset because they know that the food is being taken out of their mouth because these guys are coming out to work and the companies know that. So they start feeding them dudes because they don't know that they're being robbed. You understand mm -hmm. what I mean? And it just sucks, man. But, you know, um, we, we trying, man. As a community, we just need to come together, stop all the fucking hating already, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the hate shit needs to stop. Know, the hating... It's not gonna get you. No trying way. to progress you know, out so here. I really appreciate you guys stopping by, you know, and I, I wish you all the luck, especially you, buckets. You know what I'm saying? Going to Cali and all that. Word so, up. you know, just keep rocking, man. Keep doing your thing, and if if I need anything, you know, I'll holler. If you need anything, I'll be here. Yeah, I was gonna say if you, you know, same thing. If you ever need us or we need you, I know we have that open relationship. No doubt, baby. Yeah, man. 100. Yo, word. Yo, shout out to Street King. Shout out to Times Square. Shout out to Spotify because they got all the music, my G. We back next time. <laughs> all right, y'all. Peace. Now, if your heart was as big as your mouth, you'd be real. But it's not. So I know if you get knocked, you swill. Like a bitch. Because you is a bitch and always been a bitch. And you know how niggas do a bitch. We run up in a bitch.